Have you heard? Queen Elizabeth passed away. Yeah, I saw it on the news. And I was wondering, in the afterlife, will she still be queen or will she be a commoner? Hmm, that's a good question. But I think that there's a lot of royalty who died already. So maybe she won't be the queen, but she would probably still be one of the elites and continue to enjoy the kind of lifestyle that she was used to. Otherwise, it won't be heaven if she would be downgraded, right? Mm, you're right, I suppose. So she would still have special treatment and those ladies-in-waiting, chamberlains, courtiers who died before her would still attend to her needs. Yeah, probably. Hmm, but then those servants who are in heaven, they won't feel like they're in heaven, right? So are they actually in their own hell? everyone and welcome back to Banana Q Podcast. I'm Ray and I'm joined as always by my co-host D. Today, we will be talking about the afterlife. Is Ooh. there life after we kick the bucket? Ooh, <laughs> we don't know. Yes, after we have finished the bucket list. Yes, after we finish the bucket <laughs> list. Some people did not even finish the bucket list, right? Oh yeah, mm. oh no. Well, that's the question. Well, there are different versions to it and you know, we, we want to explore what are the different beliefs about what happens after death. Ooh. Yes. And there are many different religions on earth and mm. they each have different beliefs. Yes, as different to what versions. That is, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with the belief of one of the most ancient religions, Egyptian. Mm. Walk like an Egyptian. What, what music is that? <laughs> That's a song. No, I don't know that song. Is that the song they sang when they were building the pyramids? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Back to work. Not. Stop singing. <laughs> the afterlife played an important role in ancient Egyptian religion and its belief system is one of the earliest known in recorded history. Mm-hmm. I guess it's on the hieroglyphs that you see, right? So when mm. the body died, parts of his soul known as Ka, or body double, and the Ba, personality, would go to the kingdom of the dead. Ooh, that's why Baka is holy, right? The cow is holy. Ka, <laughs> body double, religion. and Ba. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're mixing religions. That's for Hinduism. <laughs> but anyway, mm. while the soul dwelt in the fields of Aaru, mm. Osiris demanded work as restitution for the protection he provided. Mm. Statues were placed in the tombs to serve as substitutes for the deceased. Mm. Arriving at one's reward in afterlife was a demanding ordeal, requiring a sin-free heart mm. and the ability to recite the spells, passwords, and formulae of the Book of the Dead. Oh my, oh god. my god, it's like a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to memorize them. Oh. So that means... They believe that even after death, your memory will remain intact, right? Because uh, yeah. how would you be able to remember all the passwords, spells? I can't even remember mm-hmm. my email password sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is there a oh forgot gosh. password <laughs> choice? In the, in <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's true. And then you need to be really um, intelligent or at mm. least very good at memorization, which is what yeah. if you had Alzheimer's before you died or, or something. Or have a very effective mnemonic, right? Otherwise, mm. 
we would easily forget those passwords and formula. Anyway, in the Hall of Two Truths, the deceased's heart was weighed against the shoe feather of truth and justice taken from the headdress of the goddess Ma'at. Hmm. If the heart was lighter than the feather, they could pass on. But if hmm. it were heavier, they would be devoured by the demon Amit. What? Oh. Heart is lighter than the feather. Then you'll pass. <laughs> eh? I wonder how heavy that feather is. Like heart is a very, very dense muscle, right? So for sure, it, it has weight on it. But actually, I did see a bit of this portrayed in the MCU show called Moon Knight. Maybe you didn't see that because there's way that. too many Disney shows now, mm. right? There was this scene portrayed where one of the guys, he died and then, you know, he was judged and his heart mm. was weighed and all that. Yeah, but I think obviously it was a spirit. So it was a spirit heart, maybe. Maybe spiritual yeah. heart. Interesting. Egyptians also believe that being mummified and put in a sarcophagus was the only way to have an afterlife. Mm. What are referred to as the coffin texts are inscribed in a coffin and serve as a guide for the challenges in the afterlife. Mm. Only if the corpse had been properly embalmed and entombed in a mastaba could a dead live again in the fields of Yalu and accompany the sun on its daily ride. Due to the dangers the afterlife posed, the Book of the Dead was placed in the tomb with the body as well as food, jewelry, and curses. Wait, it mentions earlier, right, that, you know, there's formula in the Book of the Dead. So mm. can you just read it from the book? Yeah. You know, because it's with you. Yeah. <laughs> open book. You don't need, <laughs> you an don't open need book to memorize. <laughs> it's an open book exam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, what if it's time-bound? So you need to put highlights on the Book of the Dead or maybe put mm. some post-it notes. So that you can remember which page to flip, right? Because we don't know how thick that book is. Yeah, if we have Egyptian listeners for some reason, mm. like maybe can you enlighten us? Because yes. as Filipinos, you're not really exposed to Egyptian yeah, religion. I don't. don't even remember learning about this in no. school or whatever, right? I mean, except for, I think, mummies, maybe they were discussing. Also, we've seen them in TV shows, right? Like, yeah, Return of the yeah, Mummy. Yeah, like The Mummy, mummy by Returns, Brendan yeah. Fraser. Right? Yes, Brendan Fraser. Uh, <laughs> maybe if you're Egyptian, let us know a sample formula. You know, what, what that formula will answer? Is that going to be, you know... I don't know. I mean, I'm interested to know what yeah, that formula is for. I, I, yeah, I'm also curious. It's actually yeah. interesting. Yeah. So that's the ancient Egyptian religion. Now, corollary to that, we have also Greek and Roman. And most mm-hmm. of these mythologies are parallel, right? The Greek and the Roman mythology. We studied this in high school. So this, this will be an interesting nostalgic story. So Mm-mm. it all centers in the Greek god Hades. Uh, he's known in the Greek mythology as the king of the underworld, a place mm. where souls live after death. So it's very similar to Catholic belief, right? Wherein there's a soul that would linger or would persist after you die. Mm-hmm. And there's also another Greek god, Hermes, not the brand of the bag, <laughs> but <laughs> the messenger of the gods. So mm-hmm. this god would take the dead soul of a person to the underworld or sometimes called the house of Hades. Now, Hermes would leave the soul on the banks of the river Styx, the river between life and death. Now, this is very interesting, right? Because you need to cross that river for you to be in the afterlife. Now, there's a ferryman, a boatman that you need to be with to take you across the river. And this is called Sharon Coneta, no, that it's Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> so the ferryman Sharon Coneta uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. w- would take you right across mm. the bridge. Now, if the soul 
had gold with him, then he's mm-hmm. able to pass. But if the the soul doesn't have gold, then he doesn't have fare. So Charon would mm. not let him on the boat. Now, upon burial, the family of the dead soul would put coins under the deceased's tongue to use mm. to you know to pay for Charon. Uh, right. And you know what? Super fairy was also Sharon. <laughs> Super fairy. Talaga ang trip kita sa kaina, right? It was Sharon Kuneta, I think. So, yes, it was. <laughs> so now I imagine Sharon of the River Sticks mm-hmm. actually was a super fairy. You okay. Know, and you need gold sure. to pay for the super fairy. Mm-hmm. Now, once, mm-hmm. if you have the gold and you've crossed, you know, the soul would be judged by three, I don't know, mythical creatures. Icus, mm-hmm. Radamanthus, and King Minus. So it's it's similar mm-hmm. To Catholicism as well, because there are three. How do you say that? The the, the Father, Son, and the Spirit, right? The Trinity. The Trinity. Holy Trinity. And in here, yeah. who judges you? There's also three. And then, okay, the soul would be sent to Elysium, which is a familiar word because that's a movie, that right? That is a title of a yes, movie. Yes, yes, yes. Matt yes. Damon. M- Matt Damon. Okay. So, <laughs> three places that you can go: Elysium, mm. Tartarus, and Asphodel Fields. Now, mm. as you may have guessed, the Elysian Fields is for those who have lived a pure life. So this is like equivalent ah. to heaven, right? Got it. And it consisted of green fields, valleys. Everyone there was peaceful and contented. And the sun was always shining. Wait, mm-hmm. if the sun was shining, that means heaven is in our solar system, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it has its own sun. Um, it's mm. not the... Same sun. Maybe it's not the same sun. You're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. But they call okay. it sun, mm-hmm. so it's confusing. I would have thought mm-hmm. this is our star, right? Our sun. Yes. Mm. So, <laughs> okay, what about the rest? The rest, Tartarus is one for those people who are that blasphemed against the gods or simply rebellious and consciously evil. So this is like the hell um, equivalent. Okay. Right? And then it. the Asphodel okay. fields where for a varied selection of human souls, including those whose sins equal their goodness, those who were indecisive in their lives, and those who were not judged. So this is like purgatory, right? Oh, the the, the okay. middle ground. Those who had mm-hmm. sinned, sinned went to the deepest pit, Tartarus, and in Tartarus, mm-hmm. the soul would be punished by being burned in lava or stretched on racks. Ooh. Oh, okay. And some heroes of Greek legends are allowed to visit the underworld. The Romans had a similar belief system as well about the afterlife, with Hades becoming known as Pluto. Yeah, I don't know why, who copied who. Uh, the, the the Romans probably copied the Greeks, yeah. right? But yeah, they, think, they, yeah. they did it so poorly that they just changed the names and all the stories are the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Another ancient religion which also had gods and all that was Norse mythology. Mm. So death in Norse paganism was associated with diverse customs and beliefs that varied with time, location, and social group and did not form a structured, uniform system. After the funeral, the individual would go to a range of afterlives, including Valhalla, mm. a hall ruled by Odin for the warrior elite who died in battle, and Hell, a realm for those who die of natural causes, and the third is living on physically in the landscape. So I guess it's like the ghosts, oh, you know, that remain on Earth or I something, see. probably. Yeah. Interesting. So Hell, which is spelled with only one L and not the Hell that we know, is an underground realm 
ruled by Loki's daughter Hel, that is the afterlife for most individuals. Now, some of these names are familiar, right? Mm. Loki, Odin, and that's because they are characters in MCU yes. as well with Thor, Odin's son, right? So even though Thor is a comic book character, so they pulled from Norse mythology. Mm. Yes. Basically. So that's why this. Names are here, but they're not exactly the same. So anyway, within or near hell is Nastrond, a place of darkness and horror reserved for oath breakers, murderers, and adulterers. On Nastrond is a hole woven with the spines of snakes. Hell's realm is separated from the world of the living by the river Jol. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's G-J-O-L-L. Spanned by the river Jalarbru. The gates are heavy. And close behind those who pass it, preventing them from returning to the mm. realm of the living. Scholars believe that these ideas of hell are influenced by early medieval Christianity, which thought of a realm of punishment in contrast to paradise. Mm. Right. So I guess similar to the the one mentioned earlier, right? There's there's a there's a place for sinners, mm. and then of course there's also a place for the good people, which mm. in this space is Valhalla. Mm. Meanwhile. It is an afterlife where those who die in battle gather as in her jar in preparation for the last great battle during Ragnarok. Hmm. Again, familiar words, yes. right? <laughs> in opposition to Hell's realm, which was a subterranean realm of the dead, it appears that Valhalla was located somewhere in the heavens. Mm. Valhalla is presented primarily as an abode for deceased men, with the principal female figures being the Valkyries, who gather the fallen warriors on the battlefield and bring them to Odin's hall where they pour mead for them. Mm. So mead is a kind of alcoholic drink, mm. right? So it's like, even in heaven, you are being rewarded with alcohol. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, the thing here is Valhalla is, seems to be mostly for warriors. Mm. If you're a good person, you died of natural causes. I'm not sure what happens to you. Yeah, there was another realm, right? It, it was magic. Yeah, I guess you could be living in the landscape. Probably. Maybe, yeah, yeah, living in the landscape. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit different from the Romans mm. and Greeks because in here there's a separate realm if you died in battle. Yeah, and also here they are still preparing for the final battle, Ragnarok. Mm. So it doesn't mean that it's eternal happiness, right? Mm. Because in the end you're still going to. Oh, yes, Fight. you're right. So that means in <laughs> Valhalla, maybe they're also still training, preparing their weapons, doing some drills. Practicing their Kung Fu. Okay, mm. maybe not Kung Fu, but whatever it is that they're practicing. Yeah. yeah. So because there's still a final battle. There's a final battle. It's interesting. And, yeah. and I'm excited to see the next Thor movie because that's where it ended, right? The the latest one. Oh, it's yeah. in Valhalla. It's in Valhalla, yes. <laughs> Valhalla. Valhalla. Yes. The next one is close to our hearts, the Catholic Church. Now, what does the Catholic Church believe uh, when we die? What, what happens to our soul? Now, in the Philippines, Catholicism is the biggest religion, right? So this should be familiar to, I would say, majority of our listeners. Now, mm -hmm. uh, the Catholic conception of afterlife teaches that after the body dies, the soul is judged. The righteous and free of sin enter heaven. However... Those who die in unrepentant mortal sin go to hell. Mm. Now, in the 90s, the Catechism of the Catholic Church defined hell not as punishment necessarily imposed on the sinner, but rather as the sinner's self-exclusion from God. 
Now, unlike other Christian groups, uh, the Catholic Church teaches that those who die in a state of grace but still carry venial sin, those uh, small sin, go to a place called purgatory. So it's a middle ground where they undergo mm. purification to enter heaven. So right. this is one of the main differences with kind of the purgatory of the Greek version, right? Because in the Catholic version, purgatory is a preparation for you to enter heaven. So there's a mm-hmm. uh, step that you can do for you to enter mm-hmm. heaven. So, yeah. And then the notion of purgatory is associated particularly with the Catholic Church. In the Catholic Church, all those who die in God's grace and friendship, but still imperfectly purified, are indeed assured of their eternal salvation. But after death, they undergo purification so as to achieve the holiness necessary to enter the joy of heaven or the final purification of the elect, which is entirely different from the punishment of the damned. Now, the tradition of the church, by reference to certain texts of scripture, speaks a cleansing fire, although it's not always called purgatory. But cleansing fire, I wonder if that actually hurts you. Man, you're, 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 you're detached from your physical body, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. The soul can feel heat. Hmm, that's <laughs> yes. a good question. Let's ask Casper, like in the movie Casper. <laughs> the friendly ghost. The friendly ghost. Did he feel heat? No, right? I mean, you can pass through was walls, he... like, so. <laughs> but was he in purgatory? I don't actually remember. I think because that, that one was different. He was on still on earth because he had um, unfinished business. Right? Hmm. But it's not really specific, right, where purgatory is. Is it going to be... Mm. Like True. the the world of the living, or is it a totally separate place? And I'm really curious as to what type of activities you need to do to kind of show repentance or to atone for your sins, right? Oh yeah, I don't think it's mentioned in the Bible. It's it's not. Yeah, I mean, if there are scholars listening to yeah. this, let us know. Like, what are mm-hmm. examples? Yeah. Is it just gonna be praying our fathers? Not necessarily, right? I I would imagine there are missions that you need to complete. If I were to imagine a purgatory, right? An example activity would be you get assigned a living person mm. and you try to influence that person to do good. You know, mm. maybe at the yeah, brink of committing good. a sin and then try to persuade that person to look the other way or look at the good way. So you're, you're going to be like the angel on that person's shoulder, kind of? I wouldn't say angel because technically you're still not part of the heaven family. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you'll be that kind of mm. voice in that person's head mm. to guide him. So you're like the safeguard voice, yes. the consentia. Yes, the consentia. <laughs> mm. Are you sure you're going to buy that? That's a lot more expensive than safeguard. And it's not 99.9% bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> killing Killed yeah, or... so mm, hmm. okay right I, th- I think that's uh, that's a <laughs> good example of an activity that you could do to kind of to show that you really are kind of a child of God that you want to vanquish evil and so you want to mm-hmm. try to influence the living to doing good mm. <laughs> that's a good idea yeah the next religion that we will discuss is Islam mm. which actually Islam is the second biggest religion in the whole world and I I suppose also in the Philippines. Mm. The Quran or the Holy Book of Islam emphasizes the insignificance of worldly life via-vis the hereafter. Mm. A central doctrine of Islamic faith is the last day on which the world will come to an end and God will raise all mankind from the dead and evaluate their worldly actions. Mm. 
The resurrected will be judged according to their deeds, records of which are kept on two books compiled for every human being, one for their good deeds and one for their evil ones. Mm. This worries me. Like uh, For me, I wonder which book is thicker. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes. Um, then it will be very obvious. How come the evil book is a lot thicker? And then you know we don't even need to. Mm, and is it to, like, digitalized? It. Right? Is it digitalized? <laughs> I don't um, know. Have they converted it to a word document or a spreadsheet <laughs> rather than a, an actual physical book? No, maybe they're still using the tablets or something. You know, <laughs> the, the stone tablets. Stone tablets. <laughs> We don't know. Mm. Anyway, having been judged, the resurrected will cross the bridge of Asirat over the pit of hell. Mm. With a condemned attempt to, they will be made to fall off into hellfire below, while the righteous will have no trouble and continue on to their eternal abode of heaven. Mm. Islamic scripture, the Quran and Hadith, give vivid descriptions of the pleasures of paradise, jana, and sufferings of hell, jahanam. The gardens of Jannah have cool shade, adorned couches and cushions, rich carpets spread out, cups full of wine and every meat and fruit. Men will be provided with perpetually youthful, beautiful her, untouched beforehand by man or jinn, with large, beautiful eyes. Mm-hmm. I guess her as women. I think I, so, I yes. In contrast, those in Jahannam will dwell in a land infested with thousands of serpents Ooh. and scorpions. Be burnt by scorching fire, and when their skins are roasted through, we shall change them for fresh skins. Ah, to repeat the process forever. They will have nothing to drink but boiling water and running sores. Their cries of remorse and pleading for forgiveness will be in vain. Oh my god, this sounds like a very horrible hell. I guess it needed to be said though, so that people will be afraid to commit sin, Mm. right? But which reminds me, you know, the, the first part I talked about, right? Like the end of days, mm. God will judge. I, I think we also saw, have this in the Bible or something, right? In Revelations or whatever. Uh, yes, we, we do have, not necessarily in Revelation, mm-hmm. but if you can think about it, right? The first part of our Old Testament is also the same as the Islam because mm-hmm. it, it, oh, they yeah, parted yeah. ways during Abraham's time, right? So yes, I would yeah. say a little bit of what we know in Old Testament is in parallel Islam. That's why, like, once in a while, there are people who are gonna be going around with like giant signs saying "The end is near," <laughs> you know. So I think that that's their basis, our right? That's what they now. need. And the next one in our list is Buddhism. Now, Buddhists maintain the, that rebirth takes place without unchanging self or soul passing from one form to another. So it's a, it's a very different belief right mm-hmm. from from what we've mm-hmm. uh, previously described i think there's a lot of parallels mm-hmm. with with the norse with the egyptian with the Mm-mm. romans greeks there's a yeah, lot there's of there's always paradise yes. or hell right yeah there's mm-hmm. like this a, a persistence yeah. of your soul and then from there there's a crossroad either you go to heaven or hell like it, it's that type mm-hmm. but for buddhism it's different you will be reborn and the type of rebirth will be conditioned by the moral tone of the person's actions. This is what they call karma. Karma, 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 Camille. <laughs> For example, if a person has committed harmful actions by body, speech, and mind based on greed, hate, or delusion, he or she would have his or her rebirth in a lower realm. For example, mm. an animal, a hungry ghost, or a hell realm is to be expected. 
So oh, if you've been ghost. bad, yeah. you'll become an animal in your next life. Or a hungry ghost. Or so maybe that's why ghost. this month is a hungry ghost festival. I remember in Singapore, oh, there was something called Hungry Ghost Festival. They oh, also celebrated in Hong Kong because Chinese Buddhism, which is mm. this exactly. So, okay, so that's what Hungry Ghosts are. I see. Those are the souls of the people or the, the reincarnated bad people. Evil people. Evil people. Guess, yeah. mm, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. But I would think kind of like there's a level, right? If you've been mm. kind of not really that bad, maybe you're just being naughty, then maybe you would reincarnated to say a donkey a or a dog yeah, yeah an animal yeah. but then if you've really been bad then maybe you become a hungry ghost yeah oh, looks like it yes mm. now mm. the opposite of that is if you've been a good person if you've performed skillful actions based on maybe generosity loving and kindness compassion wisdom you would be reborn in a happy realm either mm. to another human or one of the many heavenly realms can be expected. Oh, so they also have a heavenly realm. Mm. Yeah, but we, we have here, that's why a lot of Buddhists, mm. they don't eat living animals, right? Mm. Because they believe in this. Yeah. So if they're very devout Buddhists, mm. they refuse to eat because they, feel, they believe that, you know, if you eat meat, that is actually the soul of someone mm. who could be your relative or whatever, gotcha. right? Gotcha. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, right? Does your memory, probably not, right? Like your memory should not no. have persisted. Otherwise, I would remember yeah. who I was in my prior life. Yeah, I remember there were some stories about children who say weird things about past lives. Mm. And then they, they kind of forget it eventually. Mm. But their belief is that when you are reborn, you kind of still vaguely remember your past life. And then as you grow up, you forget it. Interesting. So maybe it's that. Maybe, that, yeah, that, that could be one thinking. But what I like about the Buddhist belief is it's not like you'll be damned eternally if you've been bad. Mm. You still have a chance to do good, do better. And maybe in the next life, you, you'll be in a better realm. Right. True. So, say for That's example, good. you've been, uh, you've been naughty, you've been bad, and so you got relegated to say the lower realm. You became a dog, mm-hmm. but then as a mm-hmm. dog, you would think, okay, I want to be a human person again in the f- the next mm-hmm. life. So I'll be a good dog. I'll be like Hachiko. I will be uh, a good mm-hmm. servant to my to my master. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have that kind yeah, of yeah. Probably yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, that's a good. There's a rehabilitation process, mm-hmm. kind of yes. right. Like. You do have a chance to not be damned for eternity yes. in hell because You'll you be burned, always have a chance to burn. And then redo. once your skin is <laughs> already burnt to crisp, you will be given new skin. Which is, right? It's This one is a, yeah. a lot better idea of the afterlife. Yeah, I agree with you. At least if you have a terrible life as a human now, let's say, but you have been very good, you will be reborn as a better human. Yes. Yeah, okay, so our last religion is Hinduism. So in Hinduism, they believe that when one leaves the physical body at death, he appears in the court of Lord Yama, the god of death, for an exit interview. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Excellent. Okay, got it. Okay, interesting. So the panel, is this is really written as an interview. This is, okay, the panel like, consists of Yama and Chitragupta, the cosmic accountant, <laughs> And Varuna, the cosmic intelligence officer. 
He is counseled about his life, achievements, and failures, and is shown a mirror in which his entire life is reflected. Mm-hmm. Philosophically, these three men are projections of one's mind. Mm-hmm. Yama, the Lord of Justice, then sends him to a heavenly realm, Zvarga, if he has been exceptionally benevolent and beneficent for a period of rest and recreation. Mm-hmm. This period is limited in time by the weight of his good deeds. If he has been exceptionally malevolent and caused immense suffering to other beings, then he is sent to a cosmic gulag, Naraka, for his sins. Mm. After one has exhausted his karmas, he takes birth again to continue his spiritual revolution, a spiritual evolution. Mm. So actually, there is also rebirth in Hinduism. However, belief in rebirth was not part of early Vedic religions and texts. It was later developed by Rishis who challenged the idea of one life as simplistic. Mm. Okay, so oh, I can got it. So they have like kind of all the ones that I mentioned earlier, mm. right? Like the heaven and hell yes. and rebirth. Yes. Right? So rebirth can take place as a god, diva, a human, manusia, an animal, tiryak. But it is generally thought that the spiritual evolution takes place from lower to higher species. In certain cases of traumatic death, a person can take the form of a Petra or hungry ghost, so the hungry ghost is also mm. here, and remains in an earthbound state interminably until certain ceremonies are done to liberate them. Okay, so I guess that's why we have those, you know, people burning stuff mm. during hungry ghost month, and I then see. they feed them food and stuff. And sorry, I need to say this story, but Ray and I, we have a friend I don't know if you remember this story, right? <laughs> she was eating muffins. Okay. Do you remember this story? I don't think so. <laughs> then, go on. So she was she was eating muffins, you know, one time in Singapore. And then our other friend was looking at her like, why are you eating that? That's supposed to be food for the dead. <laughs> I remember now, yes. <laughs> oh, the, the ghost will be angry yeah. at you. You're eating their food. <laughs> yeah, but at least it wasn't food that was already offered to a ghost mm. and she stole because apparently that would be a lot worse. Mm. Um, I think I told this story to someone, I can't remember who, and she said that the belief is if you steal the food that was offered mm. to the ghost, then you would like become like an angry mm. person or something. But for her, at least she just bought this from you know the bakery, not knowing mm. that it's meant to be served as food to the ghost. Interesting. So, yeah. Well, it's good okay. that they made that edible right despite that it's supposed to be ghost food they still mm-hmm. made it kind of edible otherwise the stomach of our <laughs> friend would have been destroyed yes. <laughs> no no i think it's just like not very delicious mm. right i think it's like bland mm. so those are the religions that we've covered as you can see there are a lot of parallels but there's also kind of differences now the question would be which one is correct which one is the right afterlife scenario is it gonna be different depending on what you believe or is there a certain truth that we don't know the problem is there's no way to validate there's no way to verify which is the correct one right because nobody has conclusive proof that in fact afterlife exists i would say the closest that we have is those people who claim to have the ability to speak to the dead right the mm-hmm. the mediums yeah. in, in fact there's one popular an attempt 
to prove that there is life after death, right? Houdini. So Houdini, when mm-hmm. before he died, he kind of commissioned his wife to say that I have a secret code, and after I mm-hmm. die, I will tell you the secret code. So please go ask clairvoyant, perform some seances, right, to mm-hmm. communicate that. So Bess, his wife, began holding annual seances to contact him. Uh, Houdini, please give me the password or what is the secret code? And she was quoted as taking up the magician's wand laid down by her husband's drying hand. Now, she and Houdini had agreed on this secret code, right, to communicate. But after mm-hmm. 10 years, no medium has ever cracked the secret code. So it's a bust, right? Yeah, so I guess this kind of proves that You know, I, I mean, at least of that generation, all the mediums that she contacted were Real. probably just fake, right? Mm. Yeah. Patrick so Jane. we don't really know. Yes. But <laughs> it, it, as, aside from kind of medium as a person, there's also kind of mm. gadgets that you can use, right? Mm. That the Ouija, Ouija board. Yes, that's the one. Mm. But that one takes forever because you need to point to each letter to form a sentence, right? So, mm, but there's also yes, no. So you could you could oh, ask yeah. yes no questions like, <laughs> mm-hmm. are you here? And then, uh, the people holding the 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 piece the, of that board yeah. would point to yes. <gasps> oh, the the ghost mm-hmm. or the spirit said yes. I think we did do a spirit of the coin or something before. And then, but I don't really remember the mechanics. I mean, we were in high school, and I don't think it was real. I think someone was just pushing around the coin. To be honest. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, and, and I don't really recall what if there were any revelations or something mm. that time. Another thing that I guess could kind of prove that you know the afterlife really exists is the existence of near-death experiences. Mm. A lot of people have had a brush with death, and if they've reported seeing and experiencing life-altering events on the other side, like a bright white light at the end <laughs> of a long tunnel, mm. or being reunited with lost relatives or beloved pets. Mm. But despite the seemingly supernatural nature of these experiences, experts say that science can explain why they happen and what's really going on. Mm. There are several theories used to explain near-death experiences, but the most widespread explanation for near-death experiences is the dying brain hypothesis. So this theory proposes that near-death experiences are hallucinations mm. caused by activity in the brain as cells begin to die. As this occur during times of crisis, this would explain the stories survivors recount. The problem with this theory, though plausible, is that it fails to explain the full range of features that may occur during near-death experiences, just why people have out-of-body experiences. Because mm. sometimes the people who report out-of-body experiences, they can tell what happened when you know they're supposed to be asleep or mm. dead, right? How come they can say, oh, I saw the Dr. Ray, he did this and he did that, you know, and, you know, how did he know that if he was actually mm. dead? Maybe he was just half asleep or maybe when he recovered, he overheard the nurses chit-chatting. Oh, do you... Do yeah, you know? possible. Yeah. But then he, <laughs> Maybe it's you know, subconscious. Uh, yeah. What they call it? Sub- yeah, yeah. Because even if you're asleep, you are still aware of what's happening mm. around you. That's and then true. sometimes even they, they make their way into your dreams. Mm. This is really not definitive proof that it's real, that what the people saw when they kind of died for a brief moment was the afterlife. Mm. It could be that their brain was just, you know, hallucinating. Yeah. There are kind of modern takes on the use of technology to kind of mm-hmm. 
provide us an artificial afterlife, right? So there's this mm-hmm. series called Upload. Where, where was it? Is it in Disney? Was it Disney? Amazon. Oh, in Amazon Prime. In Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. there's a, a series called Upload. And in this series, humans can upload themselves or their consciousness into a virtual afterlife of their choosing. So there's this kind of a game-like world uh, mm-hmm. that was created, you know, virtually by coding mm. a program. Mm-hmm. And then your consciousness would be uploaded to that world now. Yeah. So it's kind of you're like in a virtual reality, yes, right? Yes, exactly. So you're like a character in a computer game built by program. Mm-hmm. And then the plot of the story is kind of when there's this computer programmer, Nathan Brown, and he dies prematurely. And his consciousness is uploaded to the very expensive lake view. So there's this mm-hmm. is the virtual place. But then he finds himself under the thumb of his possessive, still living girlfriend, Ingrid. Now, as Nathan yeah. adjusts to the pros and cons of digital heaven, he bonds with Nora, his living customer service representative. So it's a really interesting yeah. story. So if if you haven't watched it, check it out. It's in Amazon Prime, not sponsored. Yeah, it's actually interesting yeah. because um, even though, you know, somebody dies, it removes that problem we have when someone dies that you cannot communicate with them anymore, mm. right? Because his girlfriend could still call him mm. and even could like put on body suits yes. and, you know, they could <laughs> you could basically still communicate. It's kind of like being in a long distance relationship with someone, yes. I suppose. So, that, so that's a good part about it. Mm. But then it was expensive because, of course, it's coding. So you need to, if you want to do anything in within that world, you need to pay for... Oh, of course. Like board and so the afterlife there is kind of like a commercial activity, right? It's, it's being owned by mm. a private company. And so they need to make mm. money of, out of it. So in the afterlife, the virtual world of Lakeview, for example... You need to have credits for you to mm, use mm-mm. to eat or w- <laughs> whatever it is, right? So your consciousness yeah, to, can to clothes, whatever, consume yeah. memory and you need to mm-hmm. pay for those memory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's kind of really like a, a computer game, yes, right? That you, like, you, you have to pay for a subscription. Yes. But actually, this isn't the first series that explores this premise. There is an episode in the show Black Mirror. And the episode is called San Junipero. So this is the name of a place, mm. which is also a simulated reality where, but in this one, it's where the deceased can live and the elderly can visit and they can inhabit their younger selves' bodies in a time of their choice. Ooh. So uh, unlike in the, la- the lake view, right? It's just like, you know, it's like going to a resort or mm. something. But this one, you you have a choice. Like, for example, for us, our youth was in, let's say, in the 90s. Then you can live in the 90s kind of that. Mm. So, and then you have a choice. You could, you know, obviously you would want to look like maybe you're in your 20s or something. So, mm. yeah. So, that, well, that was actually a really cool concept as well. So, it is a, quite a really interesting concept. Mm. And even in San Junipero, the, they had a choice, right? Like, would you upload yourself or not? So, that was one of the dilemmas that was faced by uh, one of the main characters there. Mm. Yeah, then let's ask that question, D. If the technology in our lifetime is available, the upload technology becomes available, would you? Would you be interested in uploading your consciousness to Lakeview? Yeah, here's the thing, right? So there's probably, again, this was also tackled in San Junipero, right? Because if, if let's say you upload your consciousness to this 
digital life, mm. if you have a soul and there is truly an afterlife, does that mean you cannot go to the real afterlife now if you upload yourself to that? Because that was the dilemma of the one of the characters in San Junipero because her husband and her daughter died. Mm. So she didn't. Wa- she was thinking, I don't want to upload because that means I cannot join my husband and daughter, mm. right? I so see. that is one thing that you would consider, mm. which I think is a good point. Mm. Because then if there truly is an afterlife, then what do I do? But if let's say that's not a problem, mm. like let's say, okay, my soul and my consciousness are separate. I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, I guess I would be willing to try it because I'm always like up for something mm. interesting. But I would want to have a kill switch mm. like because I feel like I, if, if it's not what I think it is, I would want the option to you know cease to exist mm. or like truly move on to that other afterlife mm. the real afterlife or something you know what i mean yes. because what if it gets boring or what if i become like one of those two gig people or something what do you, <laughs> like you don't have enough money <laughs> anymore see. and it's a miserable life right mm. <laughs> and then what if you decide okay i don't want this anymore you press the kill switch and then your consciousness flies away from Lakeview, but then Charon in the River Sticks would say, oh, you uploaded. You are no longer allowed to ride in the Super Ferry. Because this is only for pure spirits, those that are not corrupted by the programming of Lakeview. That is actually possible. Yes, entirely possible, right? So, So I like that idea wherein you have a kill switch because if it does become boring you're like creating an eternal damnation of your choice mm. right so yeah, yeah. Ha- having that option i think makes sense and and for me if 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 i have the resources to live a comfortable life in Levy, why not right and i think mm. for people who are sure that they are gonna go to hell then maybe they would also mm. choose to upload, right? So I'm, I'm, True, that's a good I'm, point. I'm thinking yeah. that what type of people, what type of neighbors I will have in Lakeview, right? Considering that oh, those yeah. like drug lords, those that have kind of committed <laughs> heinous crimes uh, while they mm-hmm. were living would for sure decide and choose to upload, right? Because yeah. they don't want to be burned in eternity. <laughs> Yes, in true. Hell. And yes. reskinned and skinned and stuff. Yeah. Mm. And that's a good point. Well, would that be a good option then? You're there, but you're with drug lords and whatever. Mm. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at <laughs> all. <laughs> you're neighbors with people who are trying to avoid hell. Yeah, you're not sure. I mean, can they still physically hurt you? Probably not because you're just simulation. So mm. I wonder how that works. But you will be bullied. Like the the your consciousness is alive, right? So you'll mm. be you'll be in torment. You'll be treated oh, yeah. differently. You'll you'll be I don't know. I, I think it will be a different you'll have version. Mental but health it's, problems. Yes, <laughs> you'll be depressed. Like oh, I'm just virtual, but then I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. not. This is starting to sound horrible. Okay, yes. but, but maybe let's just say it's not. It truly is paradise. Mm. For example, you, yeah, because this is like a program mm. and you could do whatever you wanted, right? Mm. What would you do if you were in the in Lakeview? I, I think I'll I'll pretend I'm alive, right? I'll continue mm. what I'm, uh, my habits. I'll, I'll just pretend that it's the normal life because otherwise thinking about mm. living in an afterlife forever, I don't know. It will make you lazy, right? Because like, what's the yeah. point? Like, I won't die anyways. Like, 
what, what's stopping yeah. me from just and that's why chilling. that's for example what are the things that you couldn't do in re- in the real world that you would try to do mm. now that you're in a virtual world is what i'm saying i would i mean for me if it's possible i would want to try to fly you know what i mean i don't I mean possible, flying an airplane but, yeah yeah <laughs> Or maybe you would try. I would try to own a beach house, you know, that kind of thing. What mm. do you think would you do ideally? I don't know. Because if you couldn't do it. The Earth. question is, could you earn a living in Lakeview? Because <laughs> the problem is, if you're only allowed to bring in the money that you had uh, mm-hmm. when you were living, then that means you have a very limited resource. Uh, oh, you, you you wouldn't want to spend it all in one night and then you live mm. two gigabytes the rest of <laughs> so. I, I I really I'm interested to know like there's a way to earn a living mm-hmm. in the afterlife. True. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. But what if it's not Lakeview and it's like San Junipero where you could go to any point, you know, in any decade. So which decade do you think you would want to be? So that means if you go to that decade, you know, the music would be from that decade. Mm. The people are wearing I, I want to go to the Renaissance period, and that's because overweight people are treated as beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I would be I would be beautiful in Renaissance, okay. right? Like, can you can yeah, you, you, you take a look at all the Renaissance uh, paintings? All of them are on the heftier mm-hmm. side, right? So yeah, because in the past, in in that era, being fat was a sign of wealth. Yes, right? Because yes. you you had money to blow on food. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. that would be. <laughs> That'll be a very interesting period to be. Plus, you get to meet all the Renaissance people, right? So Yeah, or people who are interested in that and then you're wearing this interesting outfits, mm. right? And they're saying, my lady, my lord, I don't yes. know, whatever. I, maybe I'm mixing. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not an expert of anything. I'm just mixing everything in the past. Mm. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think I would like to visit a lot of eras and you know, not necessarily... If it's possible to, so that you don't get bored, right? Mm. You should probably go to different periods and yeah. see, you know. M- maybe not there. the Ice Age or maybe not the dino- where, where dinosaurs were <laughs> roaming It's scary, it's just yeah. dinosaurs, no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> True, yeah. And of course, I would like to hang out during my youth. Mm. I don't know, the early 2000s or something. Mm. Like, you know, and probably the body I would choose would be. Mm. When I was, yeah, in my early 20s or something, right? Because you still had your hair. Mm. <laughs> I, I was not as fat as now. You know what I mean? Like something like that probably. And then, you know, you could dress up and go around and just, yeah. And I, I guess even there, whatever body you choose, you probably wouldn't have back pains or whatever. <laughs> I guess it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> If you were given a choice, what kind of afterlife do you want? It could be one of those things that we discuss in one of the religions, or it would be something completely different. What? Yeah, what is I think for you? I prefer the the Buddhist reincarnation kind of mm. version because it really gives you a choice to do better, right? And I think that's what's important. Uh, I don't want to think about kind of if I did make a mistake and then all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I died in an accident. I, I, di- I didn't have the chance to kind of correct my wrongs, be a better right. person. And then because of that, I'm forever mm-hmm. damned, right? It's, it's, right. It's, yeah. it's a very nasty way to, to spend the rest yes. of your life, uh, the, rest, mm-hmm. uh, the rest of your afterlife, <laughs> which is in, <laughs> in constant damnation. So I like the, the mm-hmm. rebirth concept. So if I That's were to point, decide yeah. 
which one is the correct one or which route I will go, then I would go with the, the Buddhist kind of version. Mm. Mm. How about you? Which one did yeah. you prefer? Yeah, that's good. For me, I think I like the idea of the afterlife that they set up in a show called The Good Place. I think you haven't seen mm. it, right? Like Anyway, the, the, in the Emmy, this is spoil, a spoiler for the show. But mm. anyway, um, I cannot talk about it without spoiling. So sorry, mm. guys. But anyway, they set up the system where instead of punishing people in the bad place forever for being a bad person while on Earth, mm. they gave them a chance to be rehabilitated. Mm. So when they, you know, somebody teaches them, no, that's wrong. You know, you shouldn't ask a lady to smile when when you see a random lady on the street, something like that, you know? And then they make, they kind of teach them how to be good. And then when they finally learn their lessons and become truly good people, then they could ascend to the good place. And I really like this idea because like you said, right? Like what you don't want to be stuck mm. forever in hell because, you know, you were a bad person be- mm. and because some people are bad, not because it's their fault, but because of their circumstances, mm. like maybe they grew up with, bad people around them and they didn't know any better, right? Like what if you were born into the mafia? Mm. And for you, you think that's, you know, that's the only world you know. So, or what if you grew up poor and then, you know, you have no choice but to steal and all that, right? So this way you are given a chance to redeem yourself, which you're saying is is still being done in the Buddhist way. But this one, you are aware. So you're being taught like in school or something and being told Mm. what the good... What, how to be good and then but one more thing though that I like about The Good Place is that in their penultimate episode they showed a premise of paradise which I had always worried about mm. even as a kid which we actually tackled earlier which is in heaven without an end to perfection and complete ease of life people become unambitious and mm. bored zombies right like and that that was tackled there like all the people who were there like you know they become like stupid in the end because they you know, they, they don't learn anymore or they don't like, you know, everything, whatever they want, they can just get it. So what is the point of living? After a while, it becomes like That's really, true. really it's boring. It's very redundant. Right? Yeah. 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 But in the end, they realized that to bring newfound meaning to the good place, a special door was created where once a person enters, their time in the afterlife comes to an end. So kind of you're given a choice when you've finally, you, when you're finally at peace, like you've achieved everything that you wanted to achieve you know, like things that you weren't able to do on earth, right? Like, for example, oh, my dream, all their dreams, they were able to achieve it. Like maybe your dream, like everything in your bucket list, mm. you manage to do it in the afterlife, right? And then after that, well, it's boring because there's nothing to do. So when you're finally at peace, then you can decide to go through that door. And then what happens is you kind of like, they compared it to like, I guess it's also, a, I don't know if it's also a Buddhist um, saying, but something about like, you're like a drop in the ocean that goes back to the wave, something like that. So it's like the wave. So you just cease to, to exist. You just reduce to nothingness. That's it, right? Like Yeah. So what happened there was when they go to the door, mm. they kind of like become like part of the atmosphere or like on earth. Mm. And then they kind of go into like leaving people and influence them to be good. Mm. So kind of like that. So it's still, yeah, you go back and become part of, the universe or something like that. So that's the afterlife <laughs> afterlife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> afterlife squared. Yes. So confusing. Mm. But I guess the good 
thing for me about that is that it gives you like again a chance to achieve those things that you cannot possibly achieve mm-hmm. on earth. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. And you are everyone is given a chance to get there. Mm-hmm. Like even if you are a horrible person, maybe Hitler or something, he can go through the rehab thing and then he's not just asked to go to the good place mm-hmm. unless he has truly repented mm-hmm. or reformed, mm-hmm. right? So I think that it's still fair. Yeah. Because if he, if he, if he really is truly terrible and like he doesn't change his mind, then he will not progress to the next level, gotcha. right? I see. Yeah. So it's like so, Popoy and Bashyong, right? It's one more chance for you to do good. <laughs> uh, if you miss that chance, then sorry, if you really are a bad person, then yeah, you'll be damned forever. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I think that was it. We have discussed a lot of things about the afterlife mm-hmm. and, you know... Let's hope that, you know, we do have a good afterlife. Mm. But that it's not that soon, though. I mean, we're not that old. Yes. <laughs> so, eventually. Eventually, yes. <laughs> so, if you have any thoughts about this topic and we have tackled something that you know more about, and as usual, you can reach out to us on Instagram at Podcast or email us at BananaKeyPodcast at gmail.com and your comments might be featured on the next... Cutie Minute. Time for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it... Cutie Minute. Our cutie for this episode is in reaction to episode 95, which was Philippine Beauty Standards. And this came from Zen Zero Cook. And Zen Zero Cook commented, I'm so glad you picked this as a topic. The perfect word I can describe Filipinos with our beauty standard is judgmental <laughs> yes <laughs> growing up i never felt pretty because i'm the complete opposite of y'all listed i'm morena i'm flat-nosed and fluffy oh fluffy fluffy i like i like fluffy <laughs> people around me friends family and even strangers the audacity would always comment on my weight and appearance without the help of bello i have naturally grown into my beauty physically and mentally what she went to vicky bello no, no, without the help. Oh, without the help. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I read it without the help, okay. but in my mind, it registered as <laughs> yes. with the help of Bello. It's like, oh, Zenjiro no, Cook no. went to Vicky Bello. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I had to didn't. work a lot of mental side of it. And it, it also helped that I live in America now, where my features is appreciated. I use all those negative traits to my advantage now. And I've been really happy, satisfied, and guapa or pretty yeah. when you're young you are impressionable and all those whitening advertisements will get you even you like it or not I live next to a river but you will never see me galvanizing there because there is a deep rooted fear in me that I will turn darker and it will remind me the bullying I experienced when I was in a different shade 50 shades darker maybe <laughs> 50 shades of brown <laughs> 50 shades of brown it was tough mm-hmm. but I got through it if I can go back to your time travel episodes, I will pay again <laughs> to travel back in time and tell my younger self that she doesn't need those bottles and bottles of skin white and bars of Fuji-san. And one day, she will realize that she is the most amazing Tamsi Morena in the mountains of West Virginia. Oh, this is so funny. This There's a lot to unpack here. And I think yeah. she's right. People in our country 
beauty standards people are judgmental people would mm-hmm. would not put on breaks in whatever comments they can give right and it's a matter of mm-hmm. us just accepting that fact that people are nosy and and, and judgmental and just mm-hmm. grow up realizing that there's nothing we can do about the people that gives those comments but be better yeah. and smarter and just ignore for the most part yeah i think we need to what you call it grow a tough skin mm. because in the philippines yes even strangers mm. like i did not ask for your opinion mm. they are going to give you your opinion yeah. right so, whether you like <laughs> it or annoying. not <laughs> <laughs> yes but it's good for her then that she eventually realized this mm. and you know she is happy now with what she looks like without having to go to Bello which she got confused about yes. but yeah She's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you Zen Zero, Zero Cook, Cook. Yeah. yes for your comment and that's it that's all that we have for you guys yes. and we hope to see you again awesome in the next two weeks yes bye bye bye